Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Radical Broccoli podcast. Today, I think we have a very fitting episode for the season that we're going in through and that we're currently in. Because although it's super cozy and warm and filled with a lot of love, we come together with friends and family. It's also one of those seasons where everything feels more intensified, especially in the shadow of things. When you see a lot of people being very social, you can feel very lonely. It can be a time when you get extremely triggered by family and old wounds come up because you spend more time together. And it can be a time where, you know, it's almost like everybody has to follow a certain recipe on how to fit into society and how to do things at a certain time of year. And if you don't, you sort of can end up with the feeling that you don't belong or you don't fit in. So there's so much love, but there's a lot of shadow. And I think that now is the perfect time to have an episode of shadow work and how self-development and spirituality is so much more than um, only the positive. But sometimes you really have to go down into what may seem very dark. And I want us to talk about that today, I want us to dismantle it and maybe make it a little less scary for anybody going through a challenging time right now. And I know that we have so many examples because um, we go through so much. We choose to constantly grow and with that comes a lot of deep work which um, sometimes I'm like shaking my head, wondering why the hell I chose an incarnation like that. And then when you get through it, you're like, wow, (laughs) now I remember. So welcome to this new episode. And I hope that when you're tuning in today, you really take the time to be present, to breathe, and to remember that you are here for a reason. Hey, sis. Mm. (laughs) beautiful intro hi thank you i also wanted to add on a little bit of what you said about the feeling of this time also what i pick up on and what i feel for myself is that it's also very related to money it's also a lot of spending a lot of purchasing of gifts a lot of events a lot of this and that and uh, it can put the same pressure as you said like fitting in and doing the right thing, but in terms of uh, your finances. Yeah, that's we an interesting one. are always here to remind you that you can do things your, your own way, by your own design. And that is what we love to talk about and teach. And that is also why we always teach, you know, getting to know yourself in the depth of who you are. Because that is also when you can understand what is reality and what is just a trigger. What Mm. is your shadow? Because sometimes the things that trigger us feels like reality. feels like everything that's real and everything that's wrong with the world or our circumstances or us. Instead of just being an aspect that our soul is trying to integrate in the wholeness of us. Yeah. Okay, so let's dig a little deeper into that. <laughs> yes. First of all, how how are you? Where are you? Um, did you do something that this morning that took you from the dark place to the better place? Did you go through a little shadow work this morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I feel like I did. Um, well, the best thing that I did was really, really sleep in. I slept in till nine, I think. And I was like, wow, I woke up at nine and I felt like I was still, you know, in the depth of your dreams. (laughs) 
and uh, so I really needed that good night's sleep and then I always feel really grateful for myself and for the life that we have created for our job and for the freedom that we have to be able to do that so a little bit of gratitude for that I sprinkle that on <laughs> um, and then I um, didn't have time for much of a morning routine honestly so it was a short little walk with uh, my dog Noah a little yoga stretch a good breakfast and um, yeah I still I didn't have my morning masha yet so I'm very excited for that uh, a little bit later so it's those for me it's those small little treats in the morning that make me feel so good and mm. uh, helps me wake up actually in the winter how about you it's funny because i woke up today also and last night yesterday morning at 9 30 and that <laughs> never happens i don't know wow. what's going on and i didn't go to bed very late but i did have some nightmares actually yeah. Um, but last night I had a cup Kundalini awakening process class with Matilda online. Yeah. Oh, tell us everything. <laughs> yeah, and um, we've spoken about cup before here on the podcast, but it is um, an energy transmission, and you get the energy of the Kundalini awakening, like your life force energy awakening, and also the energy of non duality. Isn't that what it's called? Like we're all one. Yeah. Hmm. And um, what it does, it, how Matilda described it very well yesterday, it's like this energy comes in and it starts opening up and releasing your blocks. Uh, because when we grow up uh, as child children, we are very free. We have no blocks. We just say what we mean. We we like we're so free in every way. But then we start to believe in our limiting beliefs and what society tells us and our parent tells us and what we perceive. <laughs> and then we get blocks. And for example, we, we feel achy, tired. Uh, we feel depressed, anxious, because we're not fully able to express ourselves. Uh, that can be one block. And mm -hmm. what this energy does, it's like it comes in, it kind of releases, starts to release them. Um, but sometimes, you know, it's sometimes it feels like bliss and sometimes it feels really like you just want to cry and you feel angry and you feel a lot of emotions coming up. It can be different for every single time. And, um, yeah, I've done it quite a lot now. So it's like my body goes so fast into that energy. It's like, whoop, turns <laughs> super activated, super fast. Yeah. And, uh. The first half an hour, I was just, <laughs> it was just like super amazing feeling, felt so good. And I was like, it was felt like I was cleansing out some old stuff that was just like in my back in a way. Mm. <laughs> and then the weirdest things happened to me in cup class that I start to talk as another person. <laughs> and it you came out. yesterday? Yeah. But now... Uh, I don't know if it was like my higher self or somebody else, but I got a lot of like information coming through. <laughs> it's just so strange. People are looking at me like, what? <laughs> Who's looking at you? Where's no one to hear this. I was at home. <laughs> um, and then the last half an hour, I felt super exhausted. I was just laying there and I didn't move at all. And then I started to feel like triggered and a lot of disappointment so I really it was like a really um, contrasting class and mm -hmm. then yeah I slept and but I had a lot of nightmares uh, coming up and I kind of woke up like I don't know I had so many worries and so many like icky feelings yeah and felt really like lost in a way or just like oh, oh my god what am I doing and then I looked out and the sun was shining and I was like okay let's just go outside and so I got dressed I walked outside and I uh, went for a little walk and I sat down in the sun and just felt the sun on my face for the first mm. time in such a long time and I noticed noticed so much the difference in my quality of thoughts walking 
to this place I love to just sit in the morning and then on my way back like my thoughts had completely shifted um I felt so much better so much more positive and um then I start to remind myself like uh that all of these thoughts that I'm having they're just like my thoughts um but uh, that's why I really also think that this episode is so important because a lot of the thoughts that I keep on thinking right now I think there's more people going through that um so it's just really interesting how it's happening right now yeah I recognize myself in everything you're saying and it's very interesting that you're saying that you kind of woke up let's say in the darkness inside at home Mm -hmm. and that's when your thoughts are quite quite challenging and then you go out and you actually see the light really <laughs> yeah and then your thoughts change so that's very fitting to describe you know shadow work versus light work mm. and so true. Those, those different aspects that we all have inside of us and it's important to talk about because there's a lot of shame around feeling bad also feeling down mm. feeling depressed what's wrong with me that's what we question ourselves oh why can't I just wake up and be happy yeah why can't I just fit in and do like everybody else (laughs) yeah why am I not energized why am I sleeping so long why do I have nightmares (laughs) why do I do this why do I do that we're so hard on ourselves yeah and at the same time the same person we're pushing the same person to do and expand in the biggest way ever yeah (laughs) (laughs) whilst being super hard on it yeah but this is, um, and this is like the 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 part of you know self development, spirituality, and I would say manifesting that most people try to avoid. This is where most people stop. Yes. Yeah, and this is actually like where, uh, this is like where you go <laughs> plant new soil in your garden. I don't know how to use a metaphor that fits, yeah. but this is like part of it's an important part we can't skip it (laughs) yeah and there is so much in the spiritual world in the self-development world about positivity which is beautiful Mm. but it's so important to never put positivity as a lid upon a lot of wounds because then you'll never actually manifest anything no and that's so common and that's how I used to think and live before I was like no just focus on something nice instead yeah because we actually manifest from our subconscious and when these things come to the surface it's like we finally have reached them uh we're finally able to see them so it's in that way it's like a good thing um because they're no longer like hidden inside of us but they're coming up yeah and uh, that's when we're able to work them out Mm. And when we do that, that's when we can manifest like from a different place. Yeah. Picture it as you carrying a big backpack and it's filled with heavy rocks. But you're trying to stay positive and nice, even though you're walking a really long trail and you're like, no, 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 this isn't heavy at all. But then if you dare to open it and look at what's inside and get to know all of the different parts and pieces becomes lighter and lighter and easier to walk yeah and you can let go of one rock at the time (laughs) exactly but you need to familiarize yourself with those aspects of you so actually a good example is using the emotions of loneliness and hopelessness As you said in the beginning, that those are emotions that are quite present for many during this time, Uh, especially with seeing what's going on in the world. I mean, there's always a lot of stuff going on in the world, but now we're in a a different time uh, financially also. Mm, A lot of inflation um, and people really feel um, these price changes on their wallets and there's a lot of news around how it's going to change and the financial markets. a lot of fear i would say there's so much fear around housing um what's it called it's not called housing um property 
properties, purchases and sales. There's a lot of fear, which leads to a lot of insecurity, which leads to a lot of uh, paralysis and in, inaction, which can lead to feeling of hopelessness and not getting anything done and not making anything work. Because all of us are energetic beings, we pick up on the energy of the collective. So even if you don't personally feel these things, you might hear things, talk to people, pick up from the news, and then you suddenly sit with a feeling that, wow, the world is going under right now. <laughs> and that's hard. I know that I heard... Um, I was talking to my dad and he was like, yes, now we're going into a two-year recession. Um, and that's how it was when, when we had you as children and the interest rate went up to 12% and everything was really, really hard. And just hearing things like that, it's, it's so overwhelming and scary because it's unmanageable. So for me, that triggers a lot of different emotions and... Like my nervous system is just like, help. <laughs> and hopelessness, because how can I, little, little Suzanne, go against the current of <laughs> the economy of the world? <laughs> so what would you say to this? <laughs> yeah, and this is like, this is such a classic thing because right now it's the economy like what was the last thing we before that we had covid and then it was the vaccine you know there's always going to be something yeah. that we can hook on and mm. um, believe in and of course there's like one part of you can start can be uh, it's like practical okay like how does this actually affect me <laughs> yeah and will it you know most likely for you it won't actually affect you that much um mm. or maybe it will i don't know but yeah i think it's important to face as you're saying like go yeah into the reality of it as well mm. yeah and then instead of being like oh it's happening then actually nothing in your life changes then you know don't go around panicking for nothing <laughs> And then yeah. if it's like, okay, for me, it actually means that my monthly um, electricity bill is going to be 2,000 kroners higher or $200 higher. Okay. Like, just, that's okay. You can accept it. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, deal with it. Take some action instead of being paralyzed with fear. And it's kind yeah. of the same in all, all things we've talked about throughout I would say our career in Radical Berkeley first it was like the environment we talked with so many people who were paralyzed with fear because like what's happening in the world with the environment and then we just you know said that we can't do anything from that place of being frozen no uh, it's like being in a, a rabbit chased by um, a dog like you you don't get anything really done so it's so much better to you know sit down and then realistically like what can you take in what can you not and then there's a choice of how much fear are you going to allow from the external world to go into your life like really and that's a choice we're not victims there i believe no um and then it comes down, I believe, a big one is trust. Yeah. Do you believe like it's a good universe or it's a bad universe? Do you believe that uh, things are happening for expansion and good things? Or do you believe that we're all doomed? Like, what is your belief system? How much do you trust? Mm. Sometimes we have foundational beliefs that life is bad or mm. the universe is bad or god or the light or the source whatever you want to call it yeah and that is something that both you and me actually have worked through yeah i had so many sessions because i i had this belief saying saying that the universe and god was bad <laughs> yeah that's a big yes. one. Oh, the depth of those is just like it's just wow but mm. I love 
how hands-on both you and me are with these things, as we say. Don't look away, look at it. Go in, check your electricity bill. Check your bank account. Keep an, but keep a budget. Keep an accounting uh, practice. Like we scare ourselves more by shying away than by looking at things. Because mm. if we actually know, okay, it's gonna go up this percent and then this percent and this percent, then we can be proactive. We can be like creative. We can call in different types of work in different ways. We can maybe see if we need to borrow from our own savings or we can really get practical with it and think differently and it can help us spark um, action, positive yeah. action. And what happens then is so magical because when you take these steps, you build your self-confidence so much. Yeah. That's what I feel at least. Every time I take uh, steps in this way, I feel like I boost my self-confidence being like, wow, I can actually do it. Yeah. And I start and I to believe good, in myself. Yeah, and then I feel like I have a good overview. Like, oh, okay. Now I can relax a bit more. And then my nervous system feels more relaxed yeah. and rested. But the uncomfortable thing that ha does happen when we look at things, like looking at your bank account, for example, then I can be like, oh my God, what about the last years? Did I not have control? Uh, should, should I have spent on this? Should I have spent on that? Should I have invested in myself so much? What do you do with all of this panic that can come up when we actually look at things? Yeah, that's a really good question. And the self, I feel like a lot of self-hate and self-blame. We want to punish ourselves. Yeah. Well, it's a really good moment to, first of all, observe your self-talk. And to check in, like, would you ever talk like that to anyone else in the whole world if they told you how they had been living and what they had been doing and thinking? I don't think so. Mm. It's a time of forgiveness of yourself, which is one of the most beautiful practices ever. You can say out loud, like, dear myself, dear Susie, I, I understand how you take in those decisions that you did. Um, what's done is done. It's now in the past. And I really, truly forgive you. And from now on, I'm going to take different actions to make you feel more secure. And then do whatever you need to do. Write something down on a piece of paper. Burn it. And do some practices for closure of the past. And then set up something from now on that makes you feel empowered and more secure and more safe in a sense uh, and more connected to yourself so that you don't feel like you're disappointing yourself by not having control or being irresponsible. Mm. Yeah. And then it comes down to like, what are, what are your bigger beliefs? Like, do you believe... I love how Abraham Hicks always says, like, it's as easy to manifest a castle as it is to manifest a button. Yeah. So what are your actual beliefs? Yeah. So it depends. It comes down to, do we believe it's possible to manifest a castle? Mm. Probably not as much as we believe it's easy to manifest a button. And that's <laughs> what it comes down to. It's all mm. within us. And what we believe is reflected outwards. So our beliefs are easy to spot. <laughs> we can see them all around us. Yeah. So and we always we get to. we always get them projected back back to us. Yeah. So That's I think hard. like the cool thing also when you start doing a lot of this work is that you'll start to to realize what you are manifesting based on your beliefs and what is actual reality. Um, for example, let's, <laughs> and this is how I think the universe is pretty cool because you will get occurring events happening multiple times to show you. Yeah. Mm. Um, for example, a person can, you can be yelled at like four times in a row and then you'll understand like, oh, okay. You know, it's not actually random. It's not like, uh, people always yell at you, but from your belief is creating situations that... <laughs> That people will yell at you and until you like resolve it then it won't stop yeah 
So that would be a great time to look at, okay, is there some suppressed anger that you're trying to get out from these weird ways? Or is there ways that you're yelling at yourself all the time, but you're not noticing it? Or are you yelling at someone else? Like, try and take that outside situation and internalize it and see what's actually going on. Because mm. you will find so much interesting things and what most people do is just blame and look outwards and that's where we lose all our power and energy we're like no that's random and that happened because they were in a bad mood no i don't think so this (laughs) is all about you your life is all about you and what's going on inside you Mm. and of course we co-create with other people which is really really cool but don't give away your power that much Mm. Don't give away your power at all, honestly. Mm. And then, you know, the road, the road (laughs) back home (laughs) is the one we're looking for. I like, okay. We're actually like all of this happened so that I actually came back to this place where I'm reminded that I create everything. And if I created this, then I can create that. Yeah. And this is where you start to understand like, okay, I'm going to take new action with my new beliefs, remembering who I am. Mm. And that's when you will start to see like uh, a different reality start to happen. Yeah. And this brings up something interesting that we talk about a lot and that we do a lot, which is getting help from the outside from people who specialize in these topics in these areas to work through challenging times. Why do you feel like that is important? Where would you be without help? (laughs) And how easy or hard is it for you to invest in therapy or um, energy work or sessions or subconscious uh, rewiring? all of this Mm. stuff yeah I think that I have this I don't know I've I've always just had this insane drive to get to the bottom of things and see them change because I just know like what is possible so for me it's almost like I I invest and risk everything to figure out the answer on the other side yeah. And I've realized that like that is not normal. But no. for me it is how I am wired together. Like I will I will always um go deep to figure out what's going on. And for me it's almost like I believe that so much that when we are that we can change so much on the inside to manifest on the outside. So for me, it's like investing in myself to figure these things out. It will only help me to, for example, manifest more money and have a better life. And the other option to stay stuck in a place where I'm like slightly unhappy, it's just not an option. <laughs> no. And I think I'm probably a little bit extreme, but um, I also believe like it's a reason I'm doing it. I also like my job is to help other people through this. So, um, but it's just, I'm so glad for it too, because I'm such a different person than I was like a year ago, two years ago. I mean, I think I've changed everything (laughs) inside me. Yeah. And I, don't know when, but I know like someday I'll look back and be like, holy crap, you you proved to yourself like how magic, uh, how magic everything can be. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a really, really good thing because it's like no matter how, like I've been in such deep holes, like you guys have no idea. Mm-hmm. It may not look like it on Instagram, but... I feel things so intensely that it can take me so deep and like in the ugliness. Um, So it's really intense. (laughs) But then again, I just have this like, and I believe that is probably your intuition or your soul who's just like still there being, saying and reminding me that, you know, 
there will be so much magic when you get through this, like no matter what it is. And I think that trust is what is getting me through um, difficult times. If that makes sense. I know it sounded very cryptic, but <laughs> um, no, yeah. it totally makes sense. But it made me curious, as you said, like one day I will look back and see that it is all worth it. Mm. Do you not feel like that now? And that's the thing about perception, right? If you ask me um, yesterday when I was at the gym feeling really good, I would be like, yeah, it's all worth it. But if you ask yeah. me this morning when I woke up, having had so many nightmares and like being in a place where I don't really want to be, feeling like time is going so slow and having so much uncertainty in my life right now, then I would say, you know, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So it's so much about these different states and moods that we're in. But when I tune into gratitude and into truth and into my heart, then of course I will say that. Yeah. And it is like between manifestations, between big changes, between, let's say, between the highs, we are going to go in the lows. And yeah. We're going to go in the depth and the dark and what some people call the void, the black hole. Mm. the in-between the waiting period that's one of the most challenging times mm. uh, I also feel you so much on being in a lot of uncertainty right now mm. I feel like I don't know what I'm gonna do in the month or <laughs> where I'm gonna be <laughs> how everything is gonna work out uh, yeah that's exhausting so it's very overwhelming because the brain goes on overdrive like need to figure out figure out figure out figure mm. out and that's yeah. all the brain wants to think about yeah because we crave safety yes but that is the fine 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 balance between expansion and safety mm. and comfort staying zone. small going big staying small like how do we handle that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> No, but again, this is like where I'm so grateful for my mentors who are like, for example, I got an email yesterday from our business coach and he was like, you're putting all of your pressure on this one thing happening uh, so that you can be happy, but actually you can just choose to be happy and everything else will happen. Oh. I was like, oh my God, you're so right. I love he, that. He was like, that's like God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So instead of waiting for now, I'm waiting for like one thing I have to sign before I can leave. And he's like, you know what? There's you don't have to be there. Give that signing deal to someone else. Give it to a lawyer. Give it to an attorney. Like someone else can, can do that. You can go. And when you choose happiness, the universe will rearrange everything. You know, that's how it works. And we're like so fixated on that. It's the opposite. Like when we have everything in order, then we can be happy. Oh, gosh. We don't believe at all that we deserve to be happy because it's like, but what about the, my problems? Who will fix my problems if I'm happy? Yeah. This is the biggest reminder of the year. I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm claiming this moment as the biggest breakthrough of the year. No, but honestly, I felt like a huge wave of like, whoo, like wake the fuck up. Mm. You can be where you want to be internally right now. Don't wait. Yeah. Mm. I'm doing this myself. I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for that. Oh, then I can relax. Oh, then I can. No, this is now. Mm. This is the life that we have. What if it's mm. all over tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Just been in waiting mode. No. Yeah exactly um and then it's about the choices you know like right now we're both looking at oh should we travel this winter should we not should we do it together separately you're pregnant can you drive you know there's so much new can stuff that... <laughs> there's so many new things and yeah um i like, feel paralyzed honestly yeah do we spend money do we not but that's what he sent me an email he's like go travel choose happiness the rest will unfold 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so beautiful. So, yeah, I'm extremely grateful for my mentors. And I'm extremely grateful for the people that I get to work with, that I'm um, coaching, co-creating with, because I see how they are in places that I've been before and how easy it is for me to now see, like, oh, my God, but just navigate in this way and like I can really stay with them because I've learned to build my trust muscles so much that I know they will get through and to the other side of what they're going through yeah and that is like even more beautiful to me when I see other people succeed it makes me so freaking happy it's the best feeling ever when you can with your hands on your heart give advice and say if you work through this mm. I can promise you it's going to be better it's going to be relieving or it's going to feel like this and that and this Mm. and that's going to resolve because how do we know we've been through exactly that exactly and when what you kind of learn is that you know when you're able to go through a challenging time let's say it will last for a month and you survive that month then you can be with someone else while they're going through their shit and know that they will get through it instead of like ruining their process or um freaking out on their behalf you will just be like a steady ship (laughs) in their life and that is what we need yeah and then you will also realize that that hardship or that hardness that you were fearing that would come if you took that choice can be purely emotional Mm. you're sometimes we're so scared of doing something because we're so scared we might feel a certain way so then to remind ourselves that we are capable of handling all the emotions on the scale. Mm. But sometimes we really need help. It's like, yeah, it can be so intense that our body almost can't. That's why we get anxiety because we're, it's too much for us to sit down with that specific feeling that is trying to get processed. Yeah. And for me, true. that's when I need help from Sarah for example and she's like okay I see this part (laughs) yeah it never got help it never thought it can trust anyone it thought it had to do everything by itself yeah and she helps me like really actually sometimes I get so anxious that I can't even sit and then she helps me to sit and I can breathe and some and just feeling the support because I know I trust her so much and I know how she can help me and just having that support it's like it's it helps me um in ways I can't even express like and it's the same sometimes you know even just sometimes I talk with you or my mom or my dad and just knowing like you know what my family's here no matter what and that can really also just get me through things um Mm. So connection is so valuable. So, so, so valuable. Yeah. And that brings me to an important point, which is that sometimes we fear that people around us will react a certain way if we do something. Like they won't be there for us or they will be ashamed or they will leave us or they won't talk to us. And these are also some stories that we create in our head. I know many people have this relationship with their parents where they, for example they want to change a job or they want to make a big change or they want to travel or do something. But then they hear this voice saying, oh, what are are your parents going to say? And then one of the brave moments that you're setting yourself up for is having a beautiful conversation. Mm. Maybe if that's right for you, Mm. either with yourself or actually with your parents asking, saying like, honestly, I feel like you're going to be ashamed of me if I do this. Mm. is this accurate Mm. you still love me do you support me and that's (laughs) what the inner child needs to hear Mm. yeah now I want to talk a little bit about Christmas and fitting in and loneliness because I feel like um, Christmas is a time where it can bring up a feeling of are you externally looking right or not it's like you will sit at mm. with a family people will ask you like certain things this job are you married do you have this and that checked off on your list so that you fit <laughs> into society um mm. 
for some people it's even about like how many gifts can you give um do you what kind of food do you want to, i mean there's so much how so many how parties do you, are you invited to yeah how how do you deal with that or do you feel anything around it um yeah yeah for sure uh yeah of course i do i'm super i'm very very human and very emotional (laughs) (laughs) um i um prepare myself a little bit i think well firstly i want to say i choose very very wisely what i spend my time doing yeah and who i choose to spend my time with because i know how that affects my energy so I'm not the one who's going to be going to all the stuff and all the parties and all of this and that just to please <laughs> other people that I have done for a very long time and it was very exhausting and didn't give me much. Um, so I'm very selective and that also means that when I actually meet someone, I'm so excited about it. I'm looking forward. I know that it's going to be a good time, most likely. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so that is the first step, I would say. Mm. And then it's actually realizing that whatever triggers me in these conversations isn't about those people asking. It's about myself. Mm. It's about my insecurities. They're going to push my buttons. And can I use that as valuable knowledge to something that I need to look at? That would be such a mature way of (laughs) going into this season which I Mm. hope I can do for myself. And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to react and be upset and be angry and be annoyed and all this, but I'm going to write down my triggers and investigate them one by one (laughs) and see what's the gold in there. Mm. And what would you say to people who feel like they don't fit in? I think it's the most common feeling in the whole world. I often talk about this with my my clients when I have one-to-one sessions or in our membership that one of the most painful realizations we have as humans is that no one is ever going to understand us. And that's been so painful for me to realize also because I think we come in with like maybe this naive, childish more feeling that we're all going to love each other and all going to understand and accept each other as we are, which, of course, is very, very possible. But at the same time, we live in the contrasting feeling that no one is ever going to understand us, which is also true. Because no one ever will be inside of your soul and your body and be you. And then when you go through that, you can find the beauty in that which is that everyone is unique each and every single one of us incarnate we come to this earth with a soul that is on a specific path on a specific mission we have beautiful unique gifts to bring to the collective and that is when our differences come together and become something that builds strength and it builds community because what is a community if everyone's doing the same thing that's not a community Mm. a community is when everyone comes in with a different skill a different gift a different this and that Mm. and we all work together to build something bigger than us so what do you do for example um i think that what a lot of us feel is like when we're at these Christmas parties and we meet our extended family and they all ask like you know oh now you're over 30 do you have kids are you married do you have children do you have this job do you have that job how much do you earn how how is your life what are your plans and let's say like you don't you're super you don't feel like you can check off you know their list Mm. um how how on earth do you handle that like yeah um I would say in the actual moment, it's also great to take a little bit charge of the conversation, Mm. like steer it in another direction, bring up Mm. something that's actually exciting to talk about rather than the list of things that people feel like they should ask and not. Mm. Then you can avoid many of those 
conversations that I don't think anybody really wants to have. <laughs> <laughs> and then one thing I do is always like, what kind of life do you want to create? I just think that, you know, the kind of life that I envision for myself is so much different than, for example, I see a lot of people have where I grew up and it's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it's not what I want. So no, I don't exactly. try to get like the approval of people's life you don't want. <laughs> like, why would you need yeah. that when you're so unique and you can be like a unicorn instead <laughs> or something very different? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, who are you comparing yourself actually to? Is it just mm. some standard norm of society? Yeah. Or is it your biggest dream and vision? Yeah. And that takes courage at that exact moment to stand in your vision, stand in mm. your dream, stand in your belief stand mm. in your creation mm. and when you do that that inspires so much and so many people around you it's like this lighthouse that's like wow that's different and i love it yeah yeah and it's so much refreshing. more fun to be refreshing and different than you know to be like and i think that what it does is that it gives other people a chance to like oh lower their shoulders and be like you know what i actually had a shitty year you know <laughs> And then exactly. they can be honest and truthful. And then instead of everybody having these masks on, because honestly, like, I believe we all go through so much stuff and we're none of us are ever in a perfect place where everything is like, then I don't believe you because no. that's like not possible. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe this is a good reminder just to be a little bit more real. Mm. Be a little bit more honest. And that yeah. can open up compassion. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Mm. So, and also I want to, another thing about Christmas is that it can bring up a lot of loneliness, feeling of being like alone. Um, let's say, uh, like for me this year, like, I mean, I'm not big on Christmas, but it, I was like, how am I going to celebrate Christmas? Because everything is changing. And it, it brought up this feeling of not feeling like I had a place where I belonged. And that's such an uncomfortable feeling. Hmm. And um, of course, I know I like I'm invited. I have I can celebrate Christmas where I want. But the feeling that came up was that. And I think that happens for many people like. Like myself. Yeah, like especially on Christmas Eve. Um, I don't know why there's so much pressure to be like, then you should be there with these people, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, yeah. how, how would you go about that feeling? Yeah, I, I, I honor that and I recognize that and I know that feeling very well myself. Um, something that I felt a lot in relation to so many different things, not just Christmas. Mm. But actually traveling and like being a lot abroad and being with a lot of people who live in different countries and a lot of cultures mixed mm. i'm seeing so many different ways of doing it like some people are having friend christmas some people are not celebrating some people are traveling some are going home to their families it's not standard norm mm. which makes it a little bit more like oh wow there is so many options Mm. nothing is right or wrong there's no single way to do this it's just how we were brought up it looks very specific yeah so remember that uh, yeah. you can do it your own way you can postpone christmas until next year <laughs> you yeah. can have your own little dance celebration um you can party you can party you can be with friends you can be with family i mean hopefully you have someone to be with and if you don't have someone to be with then honestly we feel we feel so much for you. And it might be a really, really, really hard time that you're going into now. Also, if you've lost someone that you're really near and that you used to spend all your time with, um, that's going to be tough. So make sure that you can get all the support that's possible for you in any way that you can. Reach mm. out, have a support system, have someone to talk to. Um, yeah, it's such an emotional time. Wow, I always cry in Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I just feel so many things for so many people and myself and like, oh, mm. and all these commercials going on TV with everyone who has 
challenging times and people living on the streets and it's just it's so much <laughs> it's so much um, yeah yeah it's a lot yeah but then you know coming into gratitude again for what we have mm. instead of getting lost in the darkness I think it's so funny all of these memes saying like you think you're enlightened spend one week with your family <laughs> on Christmas yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Embrace yourselves, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's end this episode on a a little cheerful note. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. We've been been a little bit everywhere. Yeah. But now you know, like, these things, when you feel the loneliness, the weirdness, the not fitting in, like, it's so normal and we all feel it at different times. Um. So I just, that's why I wanted to record this episode so that if one person can feel this alone, just remembering that, then it's mm. my goal. Mm. And now I want to talk about what happens after you've been in the dungeon, in the darkness, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> through the dark night of the soul. Yeah. Yeah, what does happen? Mm. Well, after the rain comes the sun. <laughs> Yeah. And oftentimes when I step out of these very emotional periods, it's like things just manifest one thing and after the other. Ding ding mm. ding 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 ding. And that's when I know like holy fucking fuck. I really <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I made it. I made it. I made it through. Yeah. And um you just become so compassionate for yourself and then it's almost like you're you're even more on your own team because you and you got through this <laughs> yeah and you did the shitty work mm. you went there you didn't yeah. avoid it you went to the depth you process and then you came out on the other side mm. it's as cyclical cyclical as nature mm. and we can't really control it mm. cannot and control w- the weather <laughs> cannot control these waves of life yeah but sometimes what happens with me is that i come out and then i'm in that happy wowed like amazing mm. and i forget everything that i've done yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's how my brain works so then i, I actually have to recognize them. have to recognize what i've done what i put in and <laughs> give it a little more appreciation actually. yeah what is one thing you wish you were better at during these periods where things are tougher? Mm. Wow, that's a great question. Many things came to mind, but I think they were a little bit ego-based. Like, I wish I worked through them quicker. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was better at handling them. <laughs> um, what was your question again? Now my brain went in. What do you what do you wish you would do better when these periods come? Like what? Mm. Yeah, I wish I wasn't so hard on myself. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Lowered the expectations a bit, lowered the tempo. I'm very impatient. Yeah, me too. What about you? Well, actually, I wish I was better at um, sort of describing to the people around me what was going on when I went through these things so that it's not so filled with shame, but that it can be like even just telling it on Instagram or like sharing it more. So it's not so heavy. Some people I see are so good at explaining what's going on. Yeah. And I love to read that when people share and they open up. I feel so connected and seen and heard and like, wow, I feel the same way. Yeah, and what I sense is that they feel worthy in the process, you know? Yeah. It's not like they step out of the world and be like, I'll be back when I'm fixed. <laughs> then you can yeah. see me. Which I think is the most common way of doing it. Mm. The most common way is to isolate when we feel difficult emotions. And I just read this, actually. It's 
it's most often a pattern from childhood, which is because we weren't really heard or seen for how we felt. So we'd rather yeah. keep it to ourselves. Mm. And that's what we keep doing as adults. And if we were to express ourselves, would we get what would we get? Would we really yeah. get what we crave? <laughs> if you would be as a child, like, I don't want to be in this family anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if that's something you felt in that moment, maybe it was. And you expressed that, maybe it would be punished. So also know why it's very common to hide and isolate in the challenging times. Mm. But that's inspiring. Maybe we'll mm. see you sharing more soon then. I don't know. Maybe 2023. No. <laughs> I also <laughs> believe like some you should process things before you share because before I've shared, before I processed, and it's like too much to take yeah. in other people's opinions in when you're going through like really tough things, but I guess mm. I'm hoping like there's a better balance there of yeah. feeling really worthy while going through things. It's a great intention. Thanks. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah. We are going to round off this episode here. Mm -hmm. I hope it gave you clarity or a sense of um, warmth. That was our intention for it to feel like you're accepted just as you are. Mm. Even like more than that, celebrate what you are <laughs> and yeah. where you are because you will look back at it one day and be like, oh my God, I miss, I miss that. Yeah. And you are so inspiring. The most inspiring people are those who step into the fullness and express themselves authentically. Mm. It's just so nice to be around. Mm. all right yes. well lastly we also have one thing we have to say yes we have a pop-up shop coming yes <laughs> and a christmas breakfast and a christmas breakfast that's almost full so be quick yeah okay but so we invite you we warmly invite you can you say that we cordially mm. invite you to <laughs> christmas breakfast and pop-up shop the 17th of december breakfast is from 10 to 12. the pop-up shop is from 12 to 4. Mm -hmm. and this is in oslo at the Baitimo concept store in bookstavayen close to Milla. Mm. We'll put everything, all the links in the description, of course. So you can join even though you're not part of our membership to the breakfast, but our members get a special discount and we'll have breakfast from Oslo Raw and cozy conversations. And we'll have some inspiring talks as well. The founder of Baitimo is coming. I'm so excited about this. And we're going to bring all our radical broccoli shop favorites so you can see them and smell them and touch them and test them in physical form, which usually is a web shop. So that's a great opportunity to check out some products that you had on your wish list for a long time. For sure. I'm super excited and I also love meeting everybody. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for that and spending like a cozy time together before Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be so nice and it's a good chance to also meet our members yeah if you're curious who's in this group who's what's this community about how does mm. it feel mm. and so who's many of the next retreats yeah yeah and i also love that because a lot of people from the retreat are like accountability partners and they are the ones getting each other through these things and like they're really like have you done your thing yet no have you okay let's do it together and that's yes. like the best part of community is that you get oh. all of the support that we've been talking about in this episode. Like just having someone who also like chooses to work through things. It's really, really valuable. And that's why we wanted to start the membership in the first place. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely beautiful. A lot of new friendships have been created. Hmm. So we hope to see you 17th of December if you're in Oslo click the link below and check out um, yeah I'm excited to 
to be in that energy and to host and just <laughs> it's gonna be the coziest thing yeah all right oh, yeah important thing oh. you can also bring if you have any spare things gifts toys clothes uh, we are doing a big donation to Fattighuset yeah but they have so that are new they have to be new yeah they have to be new <laughs> oh my god <laughs> is that a sign <laughs> help the house is falling apart <laughs> my whole shelf of my whole clothing rack is literally falling off the wall behind that me that is so funny i saw it happening <laughs> I was like, what's that sound? <laughs> I wasn't there to look. But what I was gonna say, <laughs> please wrap in the presents and make a little note, like which gender, if it's gender neutral, put that, and which age does this gift fit for. Mm. And then me and Annette are gonna bring them to Fatihusa in Oslo the following week. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to go and save my house. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Okay. Bye! <laughs>